it's like, oh, I can talk to you uh, a million times, you know, in passing, and I still wouldn't know anything about who you actually are. <laughs> you know, he's just like, he's just secretive. Mysterious. He's nice, he's, but he's mysterious. Uh, you know, okay. it's just, you don't know what he's he, to himself. You don't know what he's they private. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Not just him specifically, but I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of like guests like that, like. You know, oh, I'm, these personality types. Personality types, people. yeah. That's what I'm learning, like interviewing people. I'm just like, it's so interesting having to like crack into somebody. Yeah. You know? Yes. And so this, of, you're, this is uh, just you two. This uh, is the same co-host, or you have alternate? It's like always just you two. This is uh, it's yeah, it's me and my co-host uh, Kyle. Uh, we do it, and then I have another podcast where it's just me talking to the camera, uh, sort of like a. Manic episode. Yeah, I think I've seen, like, I've seen one where you were talking about dogs. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, they're enjoyable. They're definitely. What is it called? Can you say the? the... Yeah, it's called it's called Drop and Give Me Twenty, uh, and basically, <laughs> it's like a it's a it's a podcast and it's a YouTube show type thing where cameras just on me and uh, I just talk for twenty minutes about things that are going on in my day or current events, like literally whatever I want to. And it's just a 20-minute yeah. podcast. Was this a way for you to, like, diary uh, or write to fuel your stand-up comedy? Like, was this a way to just talk out loud and to, like... I, I think so, yeah. One it, conscious... Or conscious streams of thoughts. Exactly. Like, it's kind of a, a mixture of both. It's like, yeah, it is for the comedy mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's also, like, a nice thing to do mm-hmm. where you can just kind of get it out. Because, like, personally, for me, like... You know, I am a I am a writer, but a lot of my uh, best stuff comes from just talking out loud. Like when I was a little kid, I used to always think out loud and all that type of shit. Uh, that's just how I. Well, yeah. I don't know. That's how I like you know go through the world. So for me, it's really nice to do this instead of like maybe having a diary. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I wouldn't say I also wouldn't say this is as personal as a, uh, as a diary. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. It's yep. still a show. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes, but, yes, yes. You know, I'm not going to tell you about my I should have said about journaling. suicidal thoughts. I mean, yeah. verbal journaling. I guess that. Well, no, journals are also private, right? Are those the same it's, as it's, not pri- it's not private, but it's one of those things where it's like I can give, I, I can show how I feel. Yes. You know. Yeah. I'm, no, I didn't mean super in depth. That's all I was saying. Yeah, it's I'm, not. You know. You oh, and Frank, your diary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I have fun, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I still do remember, I'm like, I don't want to depress these people too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just, like, gets off of, like, stops listening to you, and they're just like, oh my god, Phil just made me sad. Yeah. Every day, yeah, you I don't was going do to that. work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it is enjoyable. It's really, really uh, interesting to listen to. And it's lucky, because we're not depressed right now because we are on sessions with Mary Jane. Yeah, there you go. Salon cold open. That's great. I love we do the same thing. <laughs> it's just, you know, when you're high things just come in whenever they come in. Yeah, you, you don't know, know how to you don't I usually just forget. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how to intro a podcast. And there's no natural way. It doesn't feel you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't like overproduction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna yeah. be fun, man. But, yeah, yeah, Sessions with Mary Jane, Jordan Freed, and Rena Ezra, and our special guest, Phil Risden. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, now officially welcoming you. <laughs> yes, now I'm officially here. Yeah, yeah. So I will um, do this first before okay. we dive into any more conversation. No, I'm Did you know you were going to be given a challenge today? No, I had no idea. Yeah, well, now you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So we're going to give you a challenge that you... Um, 
could just use the whole length of the episode. Um, it's too, you know, there's no, there's no, like, win, lose, whatever. It's just, you know, doing it while blaze and also yeah. trying to have a conversation. I feel like you're going to tell me something crazy. Like, no, it's not at all. Speak God. for an hour and a half. It's no, not a trick. No, 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 it's battles. not that. <laughs> We're stoners. We're the people who really didn't want to take tests. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really interesting. And then I'd be like, water battles. <laughs> no, I'm hyping. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm hyping this up too much. No, no, no. It's just <laughs> lists. We ask people to list different things. So yours is if you can list as many comedy movies as you can. Okay. Like right now? And you can interrupt at any time. You can... Okay. Yeah, there's no Ensemble set number. Comedies. Yeah, well... Can you specify, Jordan? Because this is what you always do. I'm the referee. I used to be an umpire. Why do you have to be so specific? So, because I had, one challenge I had was candy. And then Jordan goes, no, 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 bars and bits. Like candy, bars and bits. Specific. So, Twizzler didn't count. Okay. Do you consider Twizzler candy? That is a candy. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll have the PA go back and. I've just asked so many people just because I need to know. So, yeah, I will just, you know. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Comedian and you're a filmmaker, so we figure it out. Combine it. Yeah, let's pop some beers. And you can't. Oh, do that ASMR. Do that right next to Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Can I still hear that? You are quite alright. Hops, the cousin of cannabis. Hell yeah, man. I, uh. Fuck, I have a great idea for. for for some for a business, but I I can't say it now because it's it retains specifically to you make what money. we were just saying. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want enough. I don't want people using it. Yeah. Oh, that is an amazing idea! Oh, it's a, it's He's a gonna pretty, be rich as fuck. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. I'm and just happy to know him. Yeah, there you go. I'll always remember you. Don't forget this. Uh, yeah, man, I, I've had that idea for a long time, and then I kind of, uh, you know, you got two ideas. I actually gave you two. So it's going to be a lot. A lot of shit's going to be coming out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say me and Snoop are probably going to be getting very close. Oh, you know? so you're moving out to L.A., you told us off mic, huh? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually yeah, moving to Los Angeles in uh, January or... I think just the month of January. I'm not sure exactly what date. Cool. My lease is up by then, so that's Jeez. when I'm just getting the fuck out. Got you. You know? Um, what was the motivation, the draw to... Well, well, like, number one, my writing partner's out there already, and he has been for a while now. Oh. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Blutstein. Uh, really cool dude. Really funny guy. And um, me and him, we, like, we wrote a script together, uh, and it got into Austin Film Festival. A couple of years ago, in like 2016. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I got into the festival, just just the script. It was a script competition. Um, but ever since then, I wanted to move out to L.A. Mm. And he moved out to L.A. about like three or four years ago. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he's already out there. I've been wanting to go out there. I've also, I, I grew up in New Jersey, and I've lived in New York City for 12 years. Like, I've only Where in lived Jersey? here. Uh, okay. Scotch Plains. Scotch Plains. Oh, okay. Okay. And when did you, because you came from Brooklyn. To yeah. get to us here, uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, when did you go to the city? When did you move to the city? When did you? Uh, I moved to the How city. How long have you been there? I moved to the city in like 2010. Oh wow! I would say yeah, okay. like probably like late 2010. Mm. So I've been I've been there for about like 11 years now. What so are you gonna miss about it? Uh, the fact that you can do anything at any time. 
that, that's what I'm going to miss about it. That's what I miss about it anytime I leave. Mm. It's just like, you know, I've been to a lot of cities and I just, like, realize I'm just like, uh, none of them are as good as New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Different, um, though. They're different and they're, they all have their cool element that, yeah. like, New York might not be able to compete with. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But at the same time, it'll be, like, two in the morning and the world <laughs> is over, apparently. You know, like that's just what happens. It's just like no matter where you go, once it gets past like one thirty, you know, like the whole area shuts down. And you're just like, what is, what, what is this? You're a full you on know? night owl. I'm a full on night owl. I am somebody. But what if you ha- what if your lifestyle changes? I mean, my lifestyle is starting to change. Like I actually do go to bed a bit earlier now. I think uh, I, I think the pandemic kind of like dried me out a little bit. Oh. You know, I was drinking a lot more, and I was just so accustomed to living that life. Mm. And now, like, I don't know. I, I slowed down on drinking because I wasn't doing anything at the house. Um, yeah, now, now I just I go to bed at you know maybe like two o'clock. But I don't know. I'm you know I go to bed. I wake up at like nine. Wow. It's not so bad, you know. No. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I was waking up at like one thirty, two o'clock before. You know, like every day, like the all the fucking time. Yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. You know? Do you think there's the possibility that, like, as technology gets better and we become more like in the algorithm kind of economy, that like there are more twenty seven city, twenty four seven cities in America, or do you think it will always just be New York, basically, and a little bit of Chicago, a little bit of random places? Uh, I think. No, yeah, I think it will just be, it'll always be kind of like New York in certain places. Because I don't necessarily think it's technology that's holding anything back. I think it's just more uh, the styles of the people. Mm-hmm. Like, New York, it, it makes sense that it's open 24-7 because there's always, there's always people working 24-7. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, like no matter what. Like, not just like, uh, you know, construction jobs or like municipal jobs and shit, you know, like like workers or anything because those people work in every city but but like you have people where it's like their their real profession is going on at night yeah you know yeah. there's tons of actors yeah. and like artists and shit like that and just like uh, just nightclub people you know mm-hmm. like we thrive as far as like nightlife goes you know and that's why like also like Miami and stuff stays open pretty late and mm-hmm. stuff because they have that type of vibe too yeah right um, but yeah I think it's just something like in our fucking bones. We just gotta stay out. We're yeah. manic people. Uh, and you gotta be able to get a slice of pizza. Yeah. Like, late after you come back or do whatever. Like, that's definitely something I've taken for granted being in Jersey and New York is pizza and bagels. Yes. Obviously, yeah, yeah, having yeah. top quality for stuff. Because when I went to California, I was just like, this is not right. <laughs> I was like, what is this? You guys did this wrong. This is nice. But, uh, yeah, but also just... Yeah, just I guess the culture of the place. That's not. It's the just life. a business city. It's no yeah, matter what. It's just oh people are all it's making so relationships. So. Yeah, but it's also just so. Is there anything that's that populated, that crowded? Is there something more than New York City that I mean? No, they're spread out. But I'm saying no, there really isn't. And I think that's another thing too. You know, it's just like I don't know. It's just I, the late nights in New York. It just it is. It's part of the economy. Like, not just with clubbing, but, like, with food and, you know, everything. Yeah, that is its, it's foundation. Just, it's its foundation, yeah. yeah. Like, if, he, yeah. if, if it did start, you know, that's how, like, uh, the pandemic totally fucked us. Yeah. Because it's, like, everything is based off of being able to do what you want whenever you want to here in New York or even in, like, Jersey, like, kind of, you know what I mean? And uh, once, like, nightlife and everything kind of shut down, 
it kind of took a toll on the city in like a different way. You know? Yeah. Um, what habits did you have to change coming out of the pandemic? Everything. <laughs> Uh, like, well, coming, coming out of it, yeah, just yeah. yeah, 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 I don't know, I just, well, no, you know, I've, I've changed a lot of shit, but, like, as far as change, it doesn't mean, like, drastically, like, stopped doing everything, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just, like, just altered, yeah, just slightly altered stuff, like, again, like, I don't drink as much as I used to, uh, I go to bed a little bit, you know, more often, um, or, like, a little bit earlier, and stuff like that. But you're uh, getting up earlier. But yeah, I'm getting up, up earlier too. So yeah, was it funny. like making you just crazy though? Just being inside. I mean, I'm sure, but being inside, but being like, what was like? How did you? What I, did you do artistically or creatively? Oh, okay. Well, to like alleviate all that shit. <laughs> I just started working. Really, I just started like uh, producing shows and everything. Like that's kind of what happened. Remotely, like over Zoom, or you? Uh, it well first. I kind of waited till people were starting to have like outdoor shows, um, and then I started kind of doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've I've had a couple Zoom shows, like you know, once the winter came and stuff like that, we moved the shows I had to Zoom and everything like that. But I do like the format. Uh, I, you know, I I I get it. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. I'm not crazy about it, but there is there is a talent to it. I think there's certain people who are like built for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I I just. I personally love just like being on stage and having that connection because it's just like when you have a, a a great like Zoom joke or whatever you say it virtually, sure you're gonna get that laugh and you still do feel something, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as like being in that room with these people. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. um, so it's just like to me it's a bit of a cheap substitute. You know, yeah. but but was, it's still was the. Um energy you get from people when you perform like the thing that draw drew you in like the first time you did stand up like that was your hook uh honestly or what was your first introduction into comedy just the umbrella like the what was my first introduction to comedy uh wow i don't think i've ever been asked that question yes no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you know you have the your own podcast, podcast. And you can interview other people like it's how many different types of conversations can you have right it's like how many yeah, different yeah. categories like I never like treading on the same path no I no just, so I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just really that's great but I'm happy no I, I like that and then so also, it's like it's so simple but it's like so simple that you know it just hasn't been done you know <laughs> but it's like a perfect question um <laughs> for the sound effects people yeah. want to know what's going on here yeah he's tapping that out uh, let me think. As far as, I mean, I don't think I could even remember the first time I saw a comedy or something like that. Mm-hmm. But one of the first times I think I really, really, like, found, like, a love for comedy, I think, was probably watching, like, you know, <laughs> like, uh, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Or, like, wow. you know, or, like, Challenge Chicken. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I used to really like love Invader Zim. Yeah. Like that was like one of my favorite shows. That's a and just solid show. just like seeing television that like co- totally got who I was. It was like whoa, like it was yeah. just so different yeah. to like feel that and it was just kind of like it was really nice. Um, Isn't so, that wicked though that those are all adults? Adults who wrote those kids shows. Supposedly yeah, yeah. kids shows cuz sometimes I look cowardly dog oh, and totally like, like fucked this up is and weird. so yeah, I'm just like this is not 
depression now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like now that I look back at it, I'm like, I like those shows. Like, it, it makes total sense. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a weird, crazy, depressed guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> So of course I like Courage the Cowardly Dog. That thing is a fucking nightmare. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's so <laughs> weird and like it's grotesque. It's ominous, bad, and, like, and it's spooky, and just you know, the music and the visuals. It's always dark and like kind of haunting, and everything well, is very weird. What was going weird. on in your personal life, Phil, that you needed to, <laughs> to reach out? You don't have to. You don't have to. No, 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 no. I nothing. I nothing really. I just think I just like. I just, you know, used to love TV a lot when I was a kid. Like, you know, basically, like, you know, my mom was a single mom and stuff like that. So, you know, this is back before people were like, what are our kids doing? Like, you know, like, <laughs> caring and shit. Yeah. You know, so I, I watched a lot of TV. Yeah. So, and I also just, like, loved it. Like, I always wanted to, like, be a part of it in some sort of weird mm-hmm. way and mm-hmm. didn't really know exactly how to. And when I first, like, got acquainted with, like, comedy and stuff, but I knew I wanted to do it. And I was like, I, I was, I, I, my whole thing was like, I don't know what a writer is and I don't know what a director is, but like, I want to do that. What's mm-hmm. happening right there. I want to create this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's really where it all came from. It was just like, yeah, just getting plopped in front of the TV, but just being the one kid who happened to be like, I want to make this, yeah. you know? Cause I bet you probably would have turned out pretty shitty if like, I just, I don't know, didn't even really like comedy, but I was just somebody just watching TV for hours. <laughs> And not yeah. taking any of it in that's in like true. a real artistic way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there's part of me that just really wanted to like hang out with all of the kids on the TV shows. Oh, totally. And totally. I was just like, I, I wish I was just there. Like, how could I be there? And then it's like, now I'm in the film industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that is like the equivalent is you're just like, I want to hang out with people all the time and like be part of something. Well, I also feel like too, like a, uh, I feel like creating anything. Uh, comes from like a need for control mm. you know because you're it's your own way of like playing god like especially if you're a writer or like a director like it all comes from like a, a constant like need from con- for control maybe yeah. you don't have that in your personal life anymore because you've gotten past that emotionally but that's where you know it first stemmed from and then now you feel that you know what i mean that makes total sense Because I I definitely, that's just very interesting that you said the specific word control, because I'm just like, wow, yeah, that that sums up a lot. (laughs) I'm invested in it. Also, also, I think there is a commonality between, like, kids, uh, because I was a kid of divorce, but having a single parent, a lot of my time, my selfish time, was in front of the TV. Yeah. Like, it's just... And kind of alone, so you have to make things, and you have to, you know... But your imagination just goes wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't mean control really fully as in, like, a bad way, but I just mean, like, Mm -hmm. it's your own way to have something that's for you, and you get to create this world, and kind of whatever you say goes. You know, like... Uh, you know, you can, like, you know, uh, have the, you know, good guy lose and, you know, you can have the, the bad guy win this time or you can do vice versa. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just, it's all for you. And I think that's where your first, you know, kind of imagination, like, stems from, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just kind of get accustomed to maybe r- either writing it down or talking about it more. And then you get older and you get more confident and then you want to start, like, actually making it and stuff. Yeah. 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 What was cool. What was, like, your... I, I don't know how much you worked on, like, professional sets, like, in New York. Did you have any interesting on-set uh, experiences? No, no, no. To be honest with you, like, I haven't really done... I haven't done that much, uh, like, film work that isn't, like... Most of my... It, it, that's why I'm kind of doing a lot more creative shit now. You know? Because I wasted yeah. so much time, like, 
doing freelance that was for like startups and shit mm. where it's like I'm editing but this is a fucking commercial mm. at the end of the day for like a you know an event app or something <laughs> you know it's just like this is nice like it's a yeah. cool product but like I want to be making movies and I'm sitting here over you know doing this I think that was because like I wanted to be a writer but I also just didn't know much about film and like that world so you know I stuck to stand up comedy because I was like this is probably going to be the quickest avenue for me to get through mm. as being a writer like if I go to uh, if I start out as a PA at this place or whatever I might learn how to use the camera but I won't learn how to write jokes and be funny. Yes, true. You know, so I'll be in the film industry, but I won't have any of the things that I would need for me to do the thing I want to do in the industry. Right. Yeah, also like living a life. (laughs) Yeah, I want to live Stuck in those jobs, forget to, that's just the bubble they're in. And then they forget how to live. Or what, And then they stop creating, too. Yeah, exactly. Because there's nothing else to inspire you. There's nothing else to... You, you know the catalyst to catapult you into like oh my god like you have to experience shit in order yeah. to create shit yeah yeah and yeah and if you're going to work and doing the same thing for eight hours more than that because if you're a PA like you were I mean films are oh like 12 hour days like 16 sometimes <clears throat> too that's also really just bad. exhausting even yeah, if yeah. you were to come home you're just like I'm too tired to, <laughs> to be creative I'm too tired to put shit together yeah. because you're grilling over this yeah I've, I've PA'd on a few uh, you know different like things and stuff like some you know some sketches for like friends or whatever but also too I did um, you know I PA'd on uh, what is it that Hugh Jackman and Ray Romano movie they did for HBO you ever uh... oh yeah oh my god really yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's <laughs> they filmed the, it in the, the Bronx principles yeah 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 it was oh shoot not that <laughs> oh, I've had a couple friends who work in like film and shit and it's just like if you're in the crew you're I feel like your creative career isn't it's not that it's over but you're gonna have to spend a lot of energy trying to maintain it because mm. they drain your so much of your personal time away that you don't really have time to be creative in your own right you know what I mean uh, unless you're like an AD or you're like right under yeah. the person you know no, but, if, but if you're just in the crew it's tough is it that movie yeah, I think that, that is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a story. Really cool. Genie and stuff. You, uh... A real story of whatever. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, you made it out of the New York stand-up scene. Uh, looking yeah, pretty yeah. young still. Are you excited know, yeah. to uh, now go out to uh, the L.A. scene? Yeah, it'll <laughs> and be... take it on? It'll be great. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for, for that shit. I don't know, it's black don't crack, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason Wait, I shaved my beard. Old you are? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're still young. I'm still really young. Yeah, I, thought, still no, I thought you were... Like 35 or something? No, I thought you were oh. younger. I don't know. Th- oh, really? I feel like, yeah, no. I thought you were I... 47. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, the first time, yeah, I met you, and then also just, like, anything, seeing, like, pictures of you or whatever on social media, I guess I just assumed you were younger. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were, yeah, probably, like, 26. That's what that's were, what most yeah. people assume, I think. Right in like the middle or something, you oh, know. Oh, boo hoo you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not no, so bad. they think you're younger. Mm. You know, it's it's nice. Uh, yeah, I've I've been shaving my face recently. Not just not really because of that, but honestly because like I've just had a beard for so long. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're in a cape. Uh, yeah, okay, and I was like, I need a change, and like you know. Oh, not because of the pandemic, you were saying. A little, a little just, bit. Oh. I think a little bit of both. Okay. Um. I forgot what you my face looked like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. You know. 
<laughs> and it's nice to have something to like maintain. Mm. You know what I mean? And like do like I feel like during the pandemic, it's like all right, like I don't even have to get up and go anywhere now, so I have to have some sort of like ritual. <laughs> that shows some sort of like I don't know refinement it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. to feel human you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. it's like I groom myself still you know <laughs> just a yes. little something you know yeah what um, are your goals in film I mean that's too vague what are like what what do you want to be doing in the near future with that one year goal five year, year goal, goal. <laughs> 20 year goal <laughs> What's your obituary? Are we talking like to feature, or you do a short film, or you've already written a screenplay? Like, what stage are we talking about? Okay. Yeah, like how? Um, Let's say. All right. Well, number one, I'm already so I already shot a short with uh, my friend uh, Just. He's a really good filmmaker. He's uh, you can look him up on Instagram. Just makes movies. Uh, this one he shot and um, what is it called? I I don't even know what it's called. It's actually his. I I starred in it though. Oh, cool. um, yeah, yeah. So is it released? Like, is it out? It's not released yet. Okay. He's still. Okay. We just shot it. Like, we finished shooting about like two weeks ago. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, one second. I don't know where it is. Yeah, it's right. I'll uh, I'll call him later. Anyway. <laughs> now everybody wants to know who it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's just my friend Aaron. It's okay. <laughs> it's nothing, nothing big. Um, <laughs> I love how you still said his name, though, when you told people. Yeah, it's fine. It's who cares? Business. They're not going to know, but... They, 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 yeah, they don't know who Aaron is. They don't know who he is. So you Aaron, Aaron. two weeks ago. Yes. Uh, so that was your first uh, film ever being, like... No, I mean I've shot I've shot like sketches and everything like that. But for a short film, like for, but for like a short film to actually take yeah as like hey this is a thing that we all made together or whatever yeah. yes that was my first one, um, but then I've written uh, a couple so I entered one into like Austin Film Festival I submitted it or whatever like just myself mm-hmm. I'm waiting to get the results back from that so we'll see, and then um, I'm currently like writing one. That's basically it's about. Uh, okay, so oh my film. gosh, that's gonna win uh, the best short film Oscar. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you in a tux. Crazy. <laughs> um, but for how how was the uh, acting process? Can we know uh, about the short film that you just shot? Can we know? Yeah, what sure. It's about? You can know what it. Yeah, you can know what it's about. Yeah, it's basically about this dude who's a uh, struggling filmmaker, uh, and he decides he's a struggling filmmaker in New York City. He's born and raised. Uh, and he gets just pissed off, pissed off one day, and just decides, "Fuck it, uh, I'm gonna leave and become a cowboy." <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just kind of—it's just about that. Yeah, and he just fucking changes everything about him, and it's oh like—it's really funny. It's really oh funny. Oh my god, this is—it's so- really funny and it's cool, and it's just like—it's a really good vibe. It just sounds like so simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly simple. What? Did you ride a horse? Uh, no, I don't ride a horse, but oh, we do. We do like go to this horse ranch okay. and shit like that. You'll you'll see some horses. Okay. You'll okay. see some horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, it's okay. We're gonna see some horses. Yeah. <laughs> so how was how was yeah the just being that character for you? How long did you shoot? Just the full two weeks? Uh, no, it was uh, so we finished shooting two weeks ago, but we had been shooting over the course of like I, I want to say maybe like um, like two months. So how was that? character like living in you for two months i mean you know i mean is it, right this is the longest period of time you've done just, uh, like been a character like performed yes. using like sketches just like 
And, yeah, I'm, like it's a, and I'm a method actor too, so I was a cowboy for two months. Oh wow! Are <laughs> you yeah. being serious? No, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> no, people who do method, I kind of find it weird and sometimes uh, unnecessary. But I, I can't judge. I don't, I don't want to be the stand-up comedian who's a method actor. That's just With too much. Just, that's too, too much deep. douchiness. <laughs> you know, there's too much ego. They're out there. You know? They're out there. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> They're real. You know. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, you know, I feel like it's not exactly a stretch for me because it's it's about someone who like you know likes shooting things and stuff and you know and uh, and is a filmmaker now. You know, now I'm trying to do it more. Um, yeah, so I think I think it was you know it wasn't hard for me to kind of uh, give off that vibe. Also, I mean, this is about really about a guy who's leaving New York to strike out on his own. And it's like, that's kind of what I'm doing mm. now. It's like, I'm leaving New York to go out to L.A. and do all this shit. And it's like, I can just attribute that to being right. a fucking cowboy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Only difference is I have a cowboy hat on my head. You know? <laughs> so, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep the same energy and keep all yes. that and you're good, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm always just curious when people do, you know, whatever acting role they do. And like, for how long they're sitting with whatever the character is. Because it's just, just people's minds when it comes to acting is just very intriguing or different um, in regards to stand-up how do you write what is your writing process where people like write I mean people write every single thing out I usually just like asking this to any stand-up uh, comedian that comes on our show but or is it just like you just like jot a few words and then you piece it all together in your brain or how do you like okay yeah I mean you know number one I need to do a lot more writing <laughs> that's, that's for fucking you know you know that's that's number one but I would say um, yeah as far as what I write I basically like I'll write the setup and punchline out first you know um, so it may be something like pretty small or whatever mm -hmm. but it's almost like a tweet like I'll just take it and I'll just mm -hmm. write that the setup and punchline mm -hmm. and then I'll go back to maybe the uh general like intro of it or you know the yeah. larger setup yeah, or yeah and like flesh things out so that's usually how I do it and then when I set up like um you know uh like other like uh jokes like a set list or whatever I'll jot down you know that one thing mm, okay um I'll just jot down like the main name of it or something yeah. you yeah. know gotcha. um yeah 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 so that's basically what I do yeah I mean I have like uh, a lot of different jokes. I need to write a lot more than I'm actually thinking about possibly uh, maybe recording an album before I uh, I leave, uh, you know, New York, you know, just because, like... Have you recorded an album yet? No, yeah. I, I've never and recorded an album. how long have you been doing comedy? Saying that since, I, since I got here. So, like, about, like, 11 years now. Wow. So, yeah, really. But it's time. never... You've... You... Never had the feeling yet to do uh, to record an album. No, because I've only been good for the last yeah. four. That's really what it is. Yeah. Like you know, I was like, it's. Not I just, know, but that like yeah, no, you're right, you're right. That to me, uh, to me, I was just looking at it. I was just like, wow, you probably just have such a plethora of jokes. But yeah. then you're right. Yeah, you. Know, like, I do, good. but they're just fucking useless <laughs> jokes. It's like they're just dog shit. And it's like oh. <laughs> 
Do you, you definitely, keep your you definitely had some killers from what I met you. Uh, yeah. there, there were some good bits that you were developing. Thank it's you. Like, Thank and you. that's like back. four years ago, Mark, probably. Thank so, you. Yeah. <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> Do you look back at your uh, like old notebooks or keep your notebooks of like original stuff that you've written and you're just like, what the fuck was I? Uh, I thought this was <laughs> You know what? No, no, because I lose everything. So I've actually <laughs> never finished writing in a notebook. I oh always my God. lost it. By the time it got to like halfway, I've always just lost and it. And there's somewhere. just some like some dude random, who lives yeah. in the New York sewer comedy. who has a collection he has of all these just old bits. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, has yeah, all yeah. your jokes. He's like, I'm gonna be Phil Risen one day. And you know what's crazy is during the pandemic, uh, you know, uh, this guy's comedian, uh, Willie Zabar. Shout out to Willie Zabar. Uh, whose uh, family owns Zabar's. Whoa! In New York. Yeah, yeah, they have Seems a podcast. a little fishy. <laughs> Zabar's podcast. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, he he messaged me during the pandemic and was just like, yo, I got a box of stuff um, from the... You remember the... I don't think you guys were really around during this time, but there's a place called, like, the New York Comedy... There was, like, the the New York Comedy Gallery or whatever. Uh, the guy who ran it was this guy, Mo Fafflebob. <laughs> uh, he was like a weird guy. Some shit went down. So it shut down or whatever. But basically, uh, you know, I guess Willie got a box of some of the old stuff that was at okay. the venue. You know what I mean? Randomly. And he was like, dude, I got a box of old shit. There's tons of notebooks in here. And uh, one of them has your name in it. He's like, oh. or no, he, he didn't say my name in it. He was just like, he was like, I was reading through it and it seemed like yours. Like, I felt oh like it was God. yours. Yeah. Which, number one, is nice because I'm like, he's reading through it and he can actually remember that I used to say these things. <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and then he just um, hit me up and we met up or whatever. Yeah, and I got one of those old notebooks back, one of the ones that I always had lost. Mm. And uh, that one, there's, it's like three quarters of the way done. And yeah, there's some there's some good stuff in it, but there's plenty of just random trash in it too. <laughs> but there was some shit that I looked back to. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that. So where you know, like, I used to say that all the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where do you uh, save your stuff then on your phone or like a big joke? Like, have you had that happen? You wrote something down and you're like, this is a really good idea. This yes. is really good, and then gone yeah You'll never see it ever again but i'll remember it though oh, you know okay. i feel like most of my bits i can like remember the ballpark of where unless it's been like years ago like i said with that notebook yeah, or something right. but mm -hmm. for the most part like you know the only reason i forgot those jokes was probably because i got better jokes mm -hmm. you know <laughs> at the end of the yeah, day behind. yeah and i left those behind you yeah. know so that's that's really all that was but um who do you test your material on? If you do, do you test it? Do you like go to your mom and like? No, I, I don't test my material really with anybody. Honestly, I, I think I the only people I test it with are, are the people on the stage, really. Um, and I, it's not because I'm like, I don't know, better than trying jokes out on people or something like that. But it's just that uh, I don't know, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like the only time I'm gonna do uh, like uh, a new joke, like a lot of a lot of times with comedy. You know, like, you know, being in being in the present part of comedy, like performing it and all that shit, mm -hmm. is super fun. Like even uh, shooting things and being funny in a scene is super fun. Yeah. But all the like nuts and bolts of it, like waking up in the morning and trying like write a new bid and all, I barely can like pull that out of myself. Mm. Most of it's an extreme struggle for me. So it's like a lot of writing that I do only comes from when I'm on the stage, like. Mm. 
you know? So it's yeah. like, I'll write one or two things. Like, I'll write a, a setup and punchline or something, but, uh, you know, like, you know, I might have that, but a lot of times I'm just, like, on stage and I'm riffing, and then I'll get something, and then I'll just kind of keep that. And then I'll, from that, I can add on a bunch of shit. You know, cool. that helps. Like, I can pluck that out and then write those things. Yeah, you know? I, I notice when I've been bad and don't go to uh, shows or open mics for a little bit, and then, like, all of a sudden I'm in the back of a show. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just watching comedy again, and all of a sudden, like, my wheels are turning, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, now I know how to do stand-up again. Like, yeah. I haven't seen this shit in a while. Dude. And, like, it definitely was a lot of that, like, at the beginning of, like, people getting vaccines and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting, man. Like, that, that's what I've really learned. And I actually think, too, talking about joke writing again, like, uh, I have been doing sometimes where I will write, like, a word mm -hmm. or something. Or, like, a phrase or something that I think is weird. Like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, fucking, you know, uh, sticky tissues. I don't fucking know. I write that, <laughs> I write that on, like, a, oh, you know what I mean? Or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or, like... Why do people call, you know, yeah, tissues Kleenex? You know, that's uh -huh. only one brand uh -huh. or something. You know, maybe I'll have that or whatever. Um, but then, yeah, I'll, I'll be on stage. I'm doing my other jokes that usually I know work well. Mm -hmm. And then once it hits kind of like the, the peak of where it's at, that's when I bring in the new thing. Okay. And then that's see how much I can get out of it yeah. or how badly it's going to tank everything yeah. else. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. then you can do some sort of differential and you can be like, all right. So, you know, it definitely didn't keep things rolling, mm -hmm. but it didn't murder this whole entire mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I think it's not bad, you know, it's kind of like how you just, just described that makes me think of music. Like it is kind of, it, I mean, obviously as you know, there's a rhythm to everybody's stand-up. Yes, it's like, every can I keep my rhythm person, with yeah. this new piece? Every single person yeah. has a different kind of rhythm. Every single yeah. person. Some people don't have rhythm, and that is their form of rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. I can't think of a specific uh, comedian to the top of my head right now, but, um, yeah, people who just, uh, just like their, their delivery and their flow is just very different some people it's just like staggered and some people it's like sporadic and then some yeah, people yeah, are yeah. able to like yeah i don't know well, I just well i've had a lot of people i i used to feel, i used to get kind of annoyed by this back in the day but i have had a lot of people uh tell me that it sounds like uh i'm not doing jokes or that like um or you know what i mean or that i'm just like uh you know or that i'm trying out new stuff all the time and sometimes i'm like <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, I've been doing that joke for two years. <laughs> it's not new at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing all of this, you know, like, I, I, I like to think I sound casual, but to this guy, he thinks it's my first day on the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're really funny for somebody who did a shitty version of that joke. That could have been good, you oh know? Oh, my God. What, what, um, was one of your worst bombs? <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> One of my worst bombs. You know what? Actually, I had a really good one uh, last week. Yay, <laughs> Which is great. Recent one. Yeah, it's pretty Did recent. Did you check? You know, uh, very funny one uh, because, like, you know, I have a I have a show called Pork Belly mm -hmm. at uh, this this bar called Arrogant Swine. So it's a bar and like barbecue place. You know, uh, it's really really cool. And it was uh, pouring rain. We usually do the show outdoors, but it's pouring rain. 
So we have to go indoors. Okay. Uh, you know, and it's just hot as fuck because that's where they make the barbecue. Uh, and there's no air conditioning. Yeah, there's just fans. Steamy in there. You know, so it's uh-huh. like hot. It's loud. This place isn't built for a stand-up comedy show mm-hmm. to happen inside of it. Yeah. You know, so it's like everybody's preoccupied with every other thing. Um, and it was cool. You know, there was about like 20 people in there. But they're each, they're just like two groups of 10. You know what I mean? So it's just like 20, like 20 people with just two distinct <laughs> groups of people. You know? You know, there's like two groups of friends that are just like, do yeah. we fuck with this guy? <laughs> you know? And they're going up and down. So like, it, you know, it starts out pretty well. Like the first two comics do well. And then I go up um, <laughs> and I have uh, these bits right now where I talk about, I have one bit about uh, polyamory. You know, so like I go up there and I, I start like, um, you know, doing the bid and everything. And I'm, I'm just basically like shitting on Brooklyn because that's what I do a lot. Like whenever I go on stage, I kind of shit on uh-huh, Brooklyn uh-huh. and just like hipsters and yeah. all this stupid <laughs> shit that even I'm into. You yeah. know what I mean? And like millennials and everything, you know, so like I start off uh, shitting on polyamory and shit. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know. My friend, all my friends are poly, which is Latin for I have herpes. <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because, like, I just, I, so I say that, and usually that, like, kills, you know what I mean? I say that, and then they just, they just all go, like, dude. <laughs> just 10 people just go, dude. And it's just like, what? And I'm, like, kind of wondering, like, I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, but I'm thinking I can kind of get them. It's like, ah, oh, fuck you. I'm roasting you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, this is fine. But it's just, like, it's hot and it's loud, too. So it's like, they can even barely hear me. And what they hear is me insulting them. Really. You know? <laughs> so, it seems like a mess. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, a total fucking mess. And then, um... <laughs> and then, so after that... I'm like, you know, oh, you guys are, uh, you guys are poly, and I'm, I'm saying like, because I've, I've done that type of stuff too, so I'm, I'm like open to things, you uh-huh. know, but I was just like, you know, I don't, uh, I was like, I don't hate polyamory, I just hate the people, you know, they're like, dude, what the fuck, <laughs> I take it more personally, but I'm like, oh, whatever, like, you know, you guys are cool, you're not as bad as people who like astrology, and then the other 10 people just go like, just totally shut down, <laughs> just totally fucking shut down on me. And I was just like, what? And the whole time, I'm kind of just like, what? You know? Because, like, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. It was so ridiculous. Uh-huh. They, all, they all knew what signs they were. Yeah. They were all thinking about what sign you were. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I was supposed to do, I was supposed to do 10 minutes, and I definitely did about 15 to almost 20. Because I, I didn't, I wasn't getting any light. Like, I didn't see the light or whatever. Oh, wow. So I'm just up there. Every, I'm sweating now. Oh, wow. Because it's hot, but I'm also nervous. So I'm just fucking pouring, just drenched with sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got through about a half hour of jokes in like 15 minutes. Wow. And, uh, just, just like Speed around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It was, oh my God. Yeah, it was so bad. But the second so show was good. It was a good show. Right. Good, good. Yeah, it was a tough one though, man. Oh my God. So That's funny. so funny, though. I, I had a rough one the other night. I walked Whoa. into some shit because my friend asked me to do a comedy set during his uh, jazz piano show <laughs> at a bar. <laughs> uh, so I went down to Atlantic oh, City boy. with him, and I ended up at a house party for a little bit. And then nice. uh, I ended up at uh, the bar at like 8 p.m., but we were supposed to show up at 5. Oh, and there was wow. already a DJ setting up to go on at 9 p.m. Oh, man. But like my friend was like, oh, I, I got set up. Like, 
I'm yeah. doing my show. Like, yeah, yeah, it's my it's my boy's birthday. Yeah, like, like we're doing the show. Did he know he was late? Yeah, or, like he, he didn't even. Yeah, I think he probably knew, but he like thought the whole night was revolving around around his him. Yeah. yeah. He didn't know about the DJ. Yeah, and like what the bar had going on outside of him playing or whatever. So we get there, and I'm like, damn, like, I don't want to go up here when they think they're getting a DJ. (laughs) And then, like, my friend starts playing piano, and he's, like, gifted, like... Uh, they call him Monk because he's like plays like Thelonious Monk, <laughs> like, <Wow. laughs> like that awesome. and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, his friend is like a little drunk and like comes up there, and he's like, "Hey, yo, put put up my friend." Like he has to do comedy, and then he put me up to do comedy, and like. They were listening to me out in the crowd, like, a little bit for yeah. a couple of jokes, and then I started to dig deeper into, like, a story joke, which he told me, like, oh, can you do 45 minutes? Like, that was his prompt to, like, bringing me out there. He was like, can you do 45 minutes? And, like, <laughs> I obviously, I knew I wasn't doing 45 minutes because yeah, we were yeah. already, like, into the DJ's time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, I wish he made you do the whole 45 Some guy from the bar <laughs> just started coming out. He's like... Get off! Get off! Like this is not. <laughs> oh my god! And then I had music. Yeah. And then oh it was up. Uh, but it was all what good. What did they do at, for, at five o'clock? Then what did the party or the bar? We were just do? at the house party. I know, but other people who were at the bar already though, or the place where they before they had the DJ, and you have to be there at like five to like. Was it just empty? What like what did they do for those two hours? The people just ate food, like. <laughs> Nothing was supposed to happen. Like it was just like one of those situations where people set up entertainment for unsuspecting people, you know? Yeah. Like the entertainers weasel their way in. And then yeah. the people oh, at the venue just think they're getting friend. food. Of course, yeah. They <laughs> Which happens a lot with New York City, probably. Oh like, people gosh. are assaulted by yeah. comedy oh, <laughs> when they million, don't know. A million ambush shows. <laughs> it's fine if it's in a bar. Yes. You know, like, a bar, like, people know they're going to get something crude. Like, yes. they're trying to have sex with somebody, probably. Or they're just getting a drink after a hard yes. week. But you know? a restaurant, <laughs> it's tough. We saw a dude recently in the park. There's a lot of them who ambush comedians in the... Oh, yeah. Ambush comics that go in the park during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they do it. Cause, well, you know, we had no other option. Like, before, things like that would have been a nightmare. And it really would have been like a novelty. Maybe only one comic would have had a show in the fucking park. Mm. You know? But now, because of like all the outdoor shit and how like a lot of restaurants and bars were closed and they weren't allowed to do any comedy, a lot of people like turn to that type of stuff, you know? Like, I, listen, I find it fun because it just like makes it feel like it's old vaudeville. At, yeah. You know, street performers again, people are back out, actually outside and don't have to do stuff in an establishment and stuff. Like, it's. Well, I think you get used to it, too. Like, I think once you figure it out and you understand, like, all right, I'm not going to hear as many laughs as I think Mm -hmm. I will. Uh I just have to understand that. Uh, You know, I think that helps. And also, too, because of the pandemic and so many park shows and stuff were happening in, like, public places, uh, everybody else gets it as well. Like, you know, like, I feel like even though it was the pandemic, I feel like uh, the average person's attendance of a stand-up comedy show went up. Because mm. they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They all just wanted yeah. something to do. Yeah, right. So it's like somebody who would have never went to a comedy show definitely went to one. You know, whether it's in a park or True. in a, you know, a big patch of grass, yeah. whatever. And now we all get the etiquette of it. So it's like, if you're at a park and there's a children's 
birthday party coming or something, they're going to set up a little bit farther down. Because mm. their parents were just at a comedy show the other week, okay. and they're like, all right, yeah. I'm not going to play the music yeah. right there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Or just for protection of their kids, they're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, true, true, true. Um, you were, I, I did want to, cause I was going to, another thing I was going to forget, but beforehand you were talking about, uh, how you were going to go on tour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going on tour for about two months. Um, who knows? Might make it longer. I don't know. I, um. Are you traveling with people? It's just you or? Uh, partially with people. Uh, so I'm starting, I leave tomorrow at 11 AM. And what's the route? So the route is basically just a giant circle. Uh, so I'm doing, uh, I'm leaving with my friend, uh, Brian Rabideau. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, me and, me and the, me we and go the, way, we go way back. We go way back, man, <laughs> me and him, third grade, we grew up together. Whoa, oh. even deeper. Yeah, yeah, he's my longest childhood friend. Oh my god! It's so fun. Yeah. It's crazy. Love that. Um, but. so great. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, it is kind of, it's adorable, oh actually. <laughs> How was touring for you? Well, you toured before I, for two months. I mean, that, like I've never toured. I've never. I've never toured for this long. And then also like, I've gone to a place for like a few days, but I've never done something like this. This is the first thing. It's I gonna got, be smelly. It's definitely gonna be smelly. <laughs> I mean, I made a choice though. Like this is something I really wanted to do. So yeah, oh my god, yeah, you know, do it. Uh, we're not driving though. That's the thing is, I Ooh. wanted to take a car and stuff, but now we just didn't have enough cash. You know, to like busing? Run. No, I'm taking. So, we're doing. No, no, no. I'm trying to get murdered. You know, can you imagine no, me, and, me in a dungeon yeah, a somewhere because I yeah. wanted to yeah. hitch a ride to right. fucking Denver? Yeah. You know. And then that would just be a different kind of tour. I'm mean, like, comedy is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Shackled in someone's basement. Um, There's a short film idea. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, that's fucking hysterical. Uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, we're starting off in uh, D.C., uh, then we're going to Atlanta, then Brian is going back to New York, mm. uh, and from then, I'm kind of moving on my own. I'm going from Atlanta to Miami, Miami to Denver, Denver to L.A., L.A. to uh, San Francisco. Cool. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a good time. Wow. Yeah, 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 it's going to be a really good time. Wait, how did you say you were going? By what mode of transportation? Uh, I'm going, so we're taking, it's mostly flying. Word, cool, tight, yeah. So the first thing is, when we're going to D.C., we're just taking the train, because it's actually super cheap. It's like 30 bucks for the train, yeah, nice and easy, so it's super fast, it's two hours. Um, So we're doing that. Uh, Yeah, but then from there, I'm just flying all around. Nice. Got some really good like last minute tickets, some really just really good shit. So nice. how can people uh, find this if they're trying to uh, what? catch some catch some shows? Oh, catch yeah, me! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have some global um, listeners. I have some Colorado yeah, yeah, yeah. friends. I got some uh, it, well, DC if, friends. If you guys are all over, you can follow me on uh, uh, at Phil Risden uh, on Instagram. So just you know P H I L R I Z D O N. That's my tag and. Uh, yeah, you can also uh, follow me uh, on YouTube as well, because I am going to be documenting this whole entire thing. Whoa. So, yeah, so, you know, I'm going to be making a lot of content. I'm not sure if I'm going to make one collective project, but I am going to be interviewing other comedians in every city, you know, and talking to them about stuff, uh, making, like, just different, like, internet content in different cities and shit like that. That's dope. Uh, and just having fun. 
taking pictures, just collecting everything. Collecting everything. It's just gonna be. You're just gonna be so happy you did that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're like yeah, it's like, like that's a per- that's great. It's gonna be a great time. So uh, you know, definitely look out for that on YouTube. Uh, follow me at uh, Phil Risden on YouTube. Uh, like I said, P H I L R I Z D O N. And uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe. Uh, you can also see uh, Drop and Give Me Twenty on there as well, or you can listen to it on Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts and everything else. For some reason, I'm still getting through with Apple Podcasts. They're, like, giving me shit for some reason. So it's not on there, but you can find it on YouTube or on Spotify and literally everything else except for Apple. Um, what the fuck, Apple? What the fuck, Apple? Copy the RSS feed from somewhere else and yeah. Apple Player. I gotta figure yeah. it out. I don't know. Uh, before we You gotta do be my end. production assistant. You gotta, you gotta for me. Before we do uh, end the episode, I do just ask. <laughs> um, oh, so we got uh, comedy movies. You would be the first to get oh, yes. zero. We kind of sw- <laughs> we swindled you. I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it's just like because I mean this conversation. I totally forgot, we yeah. have another episode to to record after this with another local guest. But yeah, like this yeah. could have gone on so much longer. Honestly, it went by too quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah How long do I you guys usually do for these things? Like now? Hour. Uh, Unless, like, we have have. a Joe Rogan type guest. If there's, like, no other guest books. Yeah, I mean, we don't listen. We do not have to end it now. I was just going to ask, like, you know, just being, like, before we wrap up. No, kick me out. Continue. I'll leave. (laughs) Continue whatever you want. (laughs) Just asking uh, comedy movies. That's all. Just wanted to know if you wanted to put any in there. You just, because, you know, PA's got to log it in. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I would say... No, uh, Anchorman. Good. Uh, stuck on you. It's good. It's a good one. Dumb and Dumber. Yep. Dumb and Dumber er. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kids. I don't know if you ever seen that. This what is Robin that? Ha- Robin Harris. It's a Robin Harris cartoon. It's on Netflix now too. Yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of black like uh, movies and stuff too, possibly. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. This is a great one. Mm-hmm. Very great comedy movie. Talk about an ensemble. It's like all the way in, in that. Uh, yeah. Don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, that is another Wayne's Brothers creation. <laughs> I'm just gonna name Wayne's Brothers. Which movies. one um, is? Oh, well, not because I don't always like asking your favorite because. Oh, my favorites! I thought you were just saying like. No, 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 just any, just any. But I'm also just asking you like, what is like the comedy. movie? Oh, that you just are so drawn to. Got you, got you. Well, I will say, actually, uh, a lot of those that I named are big things that played. There's a reason they were in my mind so quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I remember watching Bebe's Kids all the time when I was a kid, Uh, you know, like with my cousin and stuff, because, like, you know, my family was very religious, you know, Christian and stuff. So, like, at my house, I couldn't really watch certain things. Mm. But my cousin... His, his, you know, my my aunt and uncle didn't give a shit. Mm. So we could stay up late. He had HBO. You know what I mean? So it's like we could stay up late and like watch a cool movie or yeah. something. Like yeah. Rush Hour or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which is another great comedy movie that's probably one of my favorites, definitely. It's a uh, I haven't movie. seen that in forever. It's very good. Um, yeah, a lot of what those movies. Chelsea Clinton? Yeah. No, that was a great one. That one, uh, Money Talks, is great with Charlie oh, Sheen and Chris yeah. Tucker. Mm. Um, wow! Ooh, forgot about that one. Yeah, but the, yeah, these always kind of like built a lot of like what I thought comedy was, you know, at the time. Um, yeah, along with stuff like Step Brothers and like Anchorman, I would say my biggest influence 
without a fucking doubt, is uh, is super bad. Like that's what that's what made me realize like oh I want to be like a comedy writer. Like it was like I knew what it was called by then, and I was old enough to really get the thought for like I can do this. Yeah. You know, because back then it was like. It was a major thought, and I knew I wanted to do comedy, and I knew I wanted to do TV and everything, but it was just more of like, uh, oh, like, I'll be a... I thought a director was the person who wrote everything. Hmm. Yeah. You know, almost, you know, I thought they made the whole entire thing. Um, but yeah, then I got older, and I thought maybe I wanted to do a little bit of anim- animation. And then, yeah, seeing that movie, I was probably like a sophomore in high school, and I had already wanted to write and stuff like that, but just seeing it, it made it so clear. Yeah. And it made it so accomplishable. Because mm-hmm. it's like the whole story behind it was like him and his friends started writing it when they were like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So I remember love. I remember loving that story and I'm like, ah, I could fucking do this. I could do it. I could totally do it. Um, yeah, so that was definitely like, that was a major defining uh, movie for me, comedy movie. Also The Incredibles. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Is that a comedy? Is that considered a comedy? I would say it's kind of comedy. It's action adventure, but it's also comedy too. It's funny. There are a lot of different funny characters in that. Oh, oh so this is a Disney movie. I, what, I mean, you're the the one who's so strict about these rules, Jordan, so <laughs> you want to count that final count. I feel bad. We distracted him with conversation. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's, good, it's good conversation. The guest, is never, <laughs> the guest is never at fault. Uh, no, you're not, no. Um, yeah, no, this is a very solid list, though. Did I, did you list any other one in between Money Talks and Superbad that I missed? Um, let me count. I don't think, yeah, but Joe Dirt, I would also say. Ooh. That was a mass, oh that was a massive comedic, uh, uh, fucking, uh, influence on me. Oh For real. God. Like, a lot of kids, like, you know, I loved Austin Powers, and a lot of kids did, too, you know, but, like, I loved Joe Dirt. Like, I loved the whole way the story was told like it was through a radio station I love that yeah. I, you know I love Dennis Miller's fucking like shit eating grin the whole fucking time uh, I love that Kid Rock was like the bully guy yeah the, uh, <laughs> that movie stuff. I, I think my, my favorite my favorite scene from that movie and probably my, one of my favorite scenes in comedy in general is uh, when David Spade tries to rob the bank uh, with a missile on his back. Mm. He thinks it's like a nuclear warhead and he tries to rob the bank with a missile on his back. I'm like, I gotta rewatch this now. And basically, like, the sheriff comes and he sees it and he just goes, <laughs> he just goes, missile? That's just an old crapper tank, people. <laughs> and he hits the thing, he hits the <laughs> missile on top with, like, a wrench or something and it pops off and shit just spews out of it all over his face and he's just like ah duty and he's just like bitches are covering him and and it turned out that's like the shit tank they had from planes and it fell off the plane and that's how it landed yeah it's just an old crapper tank people <laughs> that's just like peak like 2000s <laughs> yeah yeah peak like 2000s humor um, the most extreme so- farts the most extreme oh, like homophobia dude. transphobia oh my god complete man like uh me, myself, and Irene, I fucking love Oh, that my movie. God. Oh. I used to love, like, Farrelly Brothers movies. Like, <laughs> they were so good. Like, him in that scene where he, uh, he they drive by a cow, 
and uh, it's dying, so he tries to put it out of its misery. So he shoots it, but it won't die, and he shoots it again, and it still won't die, and he has to strangle it to death. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. cutting off his eyes. just looking at him. It's just happening. It's so funny. And like part of it, just the head's moving or whatever. Like yeah, you can see yeah. if it's an animatronic at times. Like, uh, it's just like, you're wrestling with a cow. It's so insane. We're just oh wondering why kids are crazy now. I know. I know. It's just like all the entertainment is wild. Uh, so good, but it was that was like so funny. Um, I was actually just talking to one of my friends about the movie. There's something about Mary. You know what I mean? I don't know if I've seen and that movie. You've never seen There's Something About Mary, really, with Who's Cameron Diaz and Ben Stiller. No, that oh, does that's not ring a bell. Really? That's movie oh, no. That's a classic. <laughs> You've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's say. Yeah. It's like an old. Up, now right? it's an old movie, but when I was a kid, I wasn't like allowed to watch it. You know, it was one of those like yeah. late night movies. It became a. Was it more of a Comedy Central movie or was it more of an HBO movie? It was more of an HBO movie. I think in the start. Yeah. You know. And then it devolved to a Comedy Central movie. Yeah. Because it was it, a, it was a good movie. Something like. There's something about Mary. Well, there's something about Mary. Yeah. So really, really good. And That's, basically, the whole plot of it is there's this girl named Mary. Who is just like every dude who meets her kind of like falls in love with her, mm-hmm. you know? And basically, like they kind of they they they'll lie and they'll like cheat and do anything they can to just be around her and all this shit. So it's like a lot of weird dudes. I feel like it's something that I haven't I haven't rewatched it, but I feel like it'd be something really cool to watch now, seeing everything because it is. Don't get me wrong; it's a Fairly Brothers movie, so it's. Pretty, you know, it's pretty inappropriate just by <laughs> definition, but like the whole idea of like, because the whole thing is like Ben Stiller's character, you know, is instantly in love with her too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like he, upon meeting all these just insane lunatics, yeah. he starts to realize that all you have to do is just show somebody yourself rather mm-hmm. than have all these senseless manipulations and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder if it holds up mm-hmm. or if I'm just trying to see it with that lens now. We're going to find out because I'm going to be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not, just, you know, if anybody's listening to this podcast, I'm not making any public statements about there's something about Mary. Kids don't feel risen. You know, that's positive or negative. I have no idea, but I, I definitely want to rewatch it because there's just some, it is a specific, there's some great parts. It is, specific, it was a cultural bubble, whatever those so movies in the 2000s. It is something of, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just something about that humor where you, like certain, those movies, certain movies we got would not have been made today. Man, so funny. Their apology been, was Green Book. But yeah. Oh my God. But dude, remember But that. I did, I, I enjoy those movies though. Like I don't, like, yeah, I dude, don't know. there's just some parts like, you remember, there's the part with Matt Dillon where it's like Matt Dillon plays kind of like the evil guy in it where okay. he's in love with Cameron Diaz too. Uh-huh. And so he like lies about who he is and she works with like mentally disabled people. You know what I mean? So he lies and says that he does too. Oh. You know what I mean? But he doesn't give a shit, oh you know? God. And they go on this like blind date and he knows all this stuff about her and everything and all this stuff. Oh, what was it? He was <laughs> Matt Dillon. So Ben Stiller hires a P.I., to learn about her. Oh my god. To like learn about her or something, and then the PI falls in love with her. The oh. PI is Matt Dillon. Oh. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. So he learns yeah. the whole all this all the stuff and everything. 
And um, wow, they're on this date and everything. And she's like, "What do you do?" And he's like, "Ah, I work with retards." He's like, "What?" He's just like in this shitty Jersey accent. He just goes, "I work with retards. I work with retards." And he's just like, he's just like, and he just says the most fucked up shit. He's like, "Yeah, we keep him in a cage." And this one Mongo and fucking, oh and, he's just all and she's horrified the whole time. And it's hysterical. It's hysterical. But it's like that can't be made now. Oh no, percent <laughs> no. Like there was definitely a time turning. I'm like, so proud of it. it I like, just I remember when I started. <laughs> yeah. Oh my there were God. people like definitely oh when I started doing comedy and like the the wave turned. Like, oh yeah. There was a lot like, of people making a lot of. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of jokes that were not okay back then. But like, oh yeah, you can't say certain <laughs> things. Well, that's the whole thing is that uh, spoke to so many young boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like they wish, you know, like. <laughs> but there is something to the purity of the humor in a way because it really is just like I can. I'm telling you, I watched me myself and Irene still fucking holds up. I like it's a that room. Movie. It's like I where, love that movie. where it's like if you're alone, you're going to laugh. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? can't. Yeah, like yeah. everything is. It's fucked up, but it's not, like, too fucked up. It's just, like, it's almost, like, one step further than yeah. it's always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that line, I don't know, whatever boundaries it's, it, like, yeah. it's just, it, I, I will still always watch that movie. It's so it's funny. It's so entertaining. It's, it's so just, funny, yeah. man. It's just, yeah, I think they, they've made so many, like, really, really great movies. And I don't think, what have they come out with in the last, like, you know, few years, the Fairly Brothers? First, I used to think... Am I crazy, or did they, they, did they call them Farley Brothers first? I remember... It, I, when I was a kid, in commercials and everything, they were called... I feel like they were called the Farley Brothers. And then now, everybody calls them Farley. And I'm like, am I crazy? What's maybe that was just a marketing ploy to make them think that they were the... Different? Chris Farley. Yeah, maybe, his yeah. Brother. <laughs> hmm. They made Green Book? Yeah. That's so weird. I think that yeah, is the, no, most, that's the why last thing the they Oscar. made yeah, was Green was Book, and before that was Me, Myself, and Irene. Film. Oh my god. That's so... That's the oh, last no, no, thing I'm they... sorry, no, no, no. Uh, oh no, this is totally out of order. I was gonna say, because yeah. that's 2000, and then Green Book's 2018. Yeah, I'm um, like, Jesus. I'm like, they've been gone for 20... 2012? Oh, I remember that when that came out. The what? Three Stooges. Oh, and that ain't shit, yeah. I heard that it's actually the, okay. I don't think I saw it just because I thought it got bad reviews, but, um, yeah, but, or maybe it was just mixed reviews, but yeah, that's 2012. And then what's before that? No, no, no. What the fuck? There is the Dumb and Dumber 2? Yeah, Dumb and Dumber her. But, (laughs) that's one of the ones that I. (laughs) Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumber her. Oh, yes, there is a Dumb and Dumber 2. Yes. They did do Dumb and. Yes, you're right. They did do Dumb and Dumber 2. What the heck? And I think. Oh, and they brought them... Oh, shit, I forgot about that. They did. So that's 20... 2011 is Hall Pass. Hall Pass. So 2014 was the most recent... Then then it was Green Book. Yeah, so 2014 and then four years later. Okay. Yeah, I guess Hall Pass, you know, it, it was pretty... Yeah, I think it was pretty solid. It did okay, but... They definitely, you know, they're in the downward decline as far as, uh, you That's know, such a weird iconic switch, movies. though. To go to Green Book? Well, that, that will be their final. Well, you know why? Because the world, uh, they're not making comedy movies anymore. They're, they're it all goes to comedy shows. Yeah. So they have no or real Kristen place. Or Kristen Wiig and the, with the Bridesmaids or whatever. I don't know. They've had female comedies like Hot, Hot Heat Weight or something with but Sandra Bullock and whatever. But even those, it's... Think about that. That one came good. out in what? Like 2015? Like... 
How many? Remember how uh, many yeah, comedy yeah. movies they used to make per year? Oh my gosh! Yeah. 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 Now it seems like they only make one, maybe it's not the two. Quota anymore. Yeah, it's not the same. They yeah. And then it's just like it's whatever. Like I don't know. So I I feel like that's really what it's coming through. It's like they're they're kind of you know almost getting like growing extinct in that in that way. You know, it's just not the way the industry's going. Well, do you, I mean do you think like the streaming services played a part in that? Because it's like different Probably. than you release it release it in the theaters versus yeah. like yeah now anybody can get a series a show like that the, or they're well, doing. I feel like with the movies and stuff, it's like unless somebody's a real movie buff or they're seeing uh, a, a comic book movie. Mm. Um, there's the you know there's no reason for them to go like the average person who just watches movies that look cool that they see in a commercial or something uh, doesn't need to go to the movie yeah, theater I watch it and they don't really want to all the time mm-hmm. unless it's something that's like really big you yeah. know and then you have like a you know and it's people, a harder pull for comedy yes for it's sure. a way harder yeah, pull so you're not gonna get that and then it's like you have the you know people who go and see films. You know, at theaters, and they do like the more boutique shit. Maybe they do even like comedies, but they're not going to see Hall Pass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So they're kind yeah. of lost in this gap. Yeah. So that's probably why they did Green Book to get garner some more recognition with their name and be able to transition. My next guess would they be they probably they probably try to do a comic book movie next because those are the new comedies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just throw your comedy into, into that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how your name can stay big. And who knows when actual comedy movies come back. That's true, yeah. You know, or if you want to get your own show on Netflix and do your own thing, you can do that, you know? I hope comedy movies aren't dead forever. I hope not either. I mean, they're not dead now, but I hope they, do, they don't go extinct, yeah. I think they're, you know, comedy movies right now, they're almost like music videos, where it's like, they don't need to really exist, but they're around for the people who mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'll yeah. watch the movie. You know, yeah. the average person won't. I'll watch well, it. Well, I mean, maybe after, since we've had such a grueling, dark, <laughs> depressing time in the pandemic, people will want to watch uplifting and comedic things more. Like, yeah. just because people were so yeah. depressed in their own heads, they're like, yeah, I actually want to watch something that makes me feel good, then not always watch, you know, the... I because the last show we were just watching right now is the shy and that show is just very you seem sad yeah, yeah it's I feel like that's a lot of the shows though that I watch yes yeah just, yeah it's like, all sad shows. yeah and then I'm just like yeah I, I I could go for like actually an uplifting like fluff show well, or the only way I think you can get any real notoriety to be completely honest with you as a film person I think is with drama yeah. like the industry just doesn't take comedy seriously they treat you like you can be thrown out I agree like, with you that. know and it's yeah. like that's why the only way to stay afloat if you're like a comedian that does movies is to do like is to either write your own TV shows and stuff like that or do stand up or like sketches mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like there has to be this other thing and, yeah. and a movie is like an option for you but although dark comedies yeah those are like a spe- oh like, people I love like, dramedies and all that yeah, shit yeah they're very but, but that like, is true I mean you being a comedian though like you uh, yeah. obviously we all know that you have to be like a jack of all trades now yeah. you can't just do one thing and it's kind of shitty with the whole dramedies too because it's like you watch and not, I'm not saying that I don't love some of them but mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like this is just shittier comedy <laughs> like you're saying something sad but it doesn't really matter that much mm-hmm. and all of this could kind of be better mm-hmm. And you're like, why is this getting all this stuff when something that is really funny could be getting all sorts of notoriety? That also has some some poignant you yeah. know thing about it too. Yeah. 
Um, but then again, it's like, yeah, stop bitching and, you know, write it yourself. Yeah, yeah, Dumbass. there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And you yeah. do. You you are full of really, really good ideas. As so we'll people see. who are listening to this podcast will never hear. Yes. Never, <laughs> ever. <laughs> until it is executed and out there and you see it on screen and you're just like, oh, Saturday. Bill did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of stuff uh, coming up too. Like, I'm trying to finish uh, for a couple different screen, uh, script competitions before I leave for L.A., uh, so yeah, I have a couple more like pilot, you know, ideas and stuff. And that's kind of my plan too awesome. while I'm on tour that's awesome. to do a lot of writing Ooh. and just step away from like the scene mm. of like comedy, like really yeah. detach myself from that and just go and be like, this is my almost like Zen, yeah. like, like, you know, kind of like meditation, like, you know, I'm climbing the mountaintop and like yeah. learning martial arts, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like I hit the tree stump yeah. every day. <laughs> Where it's like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just leave for two months and just do comedy and eat, yeah. sleep, and breathe comedy. Yeah. And, like, you know, I won't be in any city long enough to worry about the scene, you know? I'll just be picking up and leaving, you know? Right. Nice. I think it's going to be great. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, cheers to you. Thank you. It's a lot to get. And, like, thank you again for coming on to our show. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Thank you, you guys 15. for having me on. Yeah, 15? I can definitely name more. I can definitely name more. Booty Call, put that down. Let's see. Booty Call, Anchorman 2. Yeah. Uh, Snow Day. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. <laughs> Snow Day. Uh, let's see. Uh, Max Keeble's Big Move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, yo. Uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> with Jason Siegel. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll say Muppets too, and then I'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, wait, one more. The Mask. Oh, yeah. And Ace Ventura. Yeah, they're, I mean, basically, Golden Carries. When, yeah. when I went to the party, the house party before the gig that went poorly, I was called Ace Ventura by really? multiple people. Were you humping the air a lot? No, yeah. no, 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 I was just the only white person that had a like, like, floral shirt uh, on at the time. Mm. Oh, yeah, the floral shirt. Yeah, yeah. I guess my hair is a little bit yeah. wild. Yeah, slightly, but even Ace Ventura, for as wild as he is, his hair is actually pretty... He's a pretty clean guy. It's pretty clean cut. He gelled yeah. it, always, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People always just, like, like, keep walking by high and just, like, stop for a second and look at me and just be like, ah, Ace Ventura. That <laughs> must have definitely been the jury the clothes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So had to be. Because, yeah, you don't, have, you don't have hair like him, at least. You don't. No, people, I yeah. feel like people sometimes compare you more to Matthew McConaughey. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. He's, I mean, he actually has a picture with him. Really? It's so funny. Yeah, they both have, like, long hair. It's like, yeah. Weird <laughs> sharing fundraiser. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. That was so weird. I wasn't there. I don't know why I'm talking like that. I wasn't there but, um, when you told me about it. Anyway, 25 movies. Um, anything else we're in my friend? Uh, we have to, uh, tell you guys to buy tickets to, uh, the show this Friday, June yeah, 11th. Yeah, in any capacity. At, uh, Players Theater. Players Theater. Yeah, the Interdimensional. We're gonna take you it's to, uh, space, London. time, and other realities. It's an improv show. Use code HUMP, uh, four letters, HUMP, uh, to get half-price tickets. Mm -hmm. Also, Weed Man's Joint, we're back, uh, June... 
tenth. Sixteenth. Oh, tomorrow. I tomorrow and June sixteenth. Today, whenever this comes out, June I don't nine. know when you're listening. June ninth is tomorrow. So June sixteenth is when you're probably gonna <laughs> actually have enough time to listen to this. But come smoke some weed. Uh, enjoy uh, NJ Weedman's run for governor and just mm-hmm. hang out at the joint. There you go. Um, yeah, but thank you so much, Phil, for coming on. This was yeah. really wonderful. If I could just plug it, my, my show. Oh, yeah. Sure yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, so like I said, guys, uh, if you uh, want any updates on uh, me on the road, you know, across the U.S. or whatever, uh, you can find me at, uh, at Phil Risden on Instagram or Phil Risden, my channel, on YouTube. Uh, you can also find me at uh, Grove Street Comedy on Instagram as well uh, for show updates around uh, New York City. And, uh, yeah, I have my, my show, Pork Belly, at Arrogant Swine in Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you're in the Brooklyn area, please come by. It's every Wednesday at 7.30 and 9 p.m. That's every Wednesday at 7.30 and 9 p.m. Uh, the next one is tomorrow at 7.30 and 9 p.m. So get some good uh, get some good barbecue, man. Yeah. And uh, have some laughs. And hang Trend out. in New York City, you guys both have to be at comedy on Wednesday night. Yeah, get your shit yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's weekly, though. Mine's weekly, though. So come by whenever. You can see them, and then come by next week. It's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Hell yeah. Peace. Oh.